Hebrews 11 and 6 states that, but without faith, it's impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Well, faith is the foundation of salvation. When Jesus walked the earth, the Jewish people were sure that they had to keep all the rules of the laws in order to be acceptable to God. But when Jesus came, he redefined righteousness. A man is not justified by the works of the law, but by what? Faith. faith. Say it with me, faith. faith. In Jesus Christ, even when we have believed in Christ Jesus that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. That's coming out of Galatians. We are made right with God through faith. We're not made right with God just because we come to church. We're not made right with God just because we dress nice. We don't, we're not made right by God just because we can quote a few scriptures. It says we are made right with God through faith. In Jesus, God's son. We are not made right before God by what we do or what we don't do. See, the Israelites were used to earning their salvation. But as Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 states, for by grace, for by grace you have been saved through what? Faith. Faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, lest anyone should boast. You can't boast about it. You have to live it. You have to live about it. A powerful example of how God recognizes faith <clears throat> is the story of Zacchaeus. Now, in those days, the tax collectors were considered thieves. They were considered crooks because they were stealing the people's money. They were making it look like they get a certain amount, but then they was taking money off the top when it come back. Well, the people knew it, but there wasn't nothing they could do because that's the only place they could get their taxes done. So Jesus was coming to town. He was, he was walking the streets. And Zacchaeus, the Bible says Zacchaeus was a short man. So he couldn't see. So he decided he gonna run in front of everybody. He runs in front and he gets to a sycamore tree. And he climbs the tree so he can see Jesus. Now, here's the thing. Jesus is walking. Now, Jesus didn't see Zacchaeus. He didn't see him running by. He didn't even see Zacchaeus climb the tree. But when Jesus got to the tree, he stopped right at the tree and looked up. You know why? Because he felt Zacchaeus' faith. He felt his faith. Just like the woman with the issue of blood. She knew that if she could just touch the hem of his garment, she would be made whole. That she would be healed. Now she made her way and got to Jesus. And then when she got to him, she touched the hem of his garment. And, and Jesus said, who touched me? My power and my virtue has left me. Who touched me? But watch this. She didn't touch his hand. She didn't touch his back and arm. She only touched the hem of his garment. So guess what? That meant that Jesus felt her faith. So he tells Zacchaeus, he says, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm coming to your house today. The folks got the mumbling. Do he know who Zacchaeus is? 
religious. And I'm keeping all the laws, and you mean to tell me you won't go to his house and not come to our house? Hmm. Miss Jefferson, would you be ready if Jesus came to your house? Lynetta, would you be ready if Jesus had said, I'm coming to your house today? How many of us probably be rushing on? Y'all know. Tell the truth. Y'all be rushing home, trying to hide stuff, put the Bible on the table. Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> Some of us ain't dusted in weeks. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so, 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 <laughs> so Jesus comes to Zacchaeus' house. And what it was is that Zacchaeus wanted to repent. He wanted to repent from stealing from all the, the wrongdoing he's done. And so he said to Jesus, he said, Jesus, I want to repent. Please forgive me. He said, I will pay back all the money that I've given, that I've taken. I, matter of fact, he said, I'll give it four times over. And that quick, that quick, Jesus said, today, salvation has come to your house. Oh, my God, today, salvation has come to your house. When the king wanted them to bow down to this golden statue, the three Hebrew boys refused. And so because they refused, they were tossed into the fiery furnace. And you know when they got in there, how many people they see? Start off with three. Next thing you know it was four because Jesus came in the furnace to make sure that they didn't burn up because of their faith towards him. The life application of that says, would you stand for God if you were faced with a situation where it was either life or death? We are now living in a time where our faithfulness is tested and it's going to come a time where you have to decide who you will stand for. See, the pressures of life will be turned up like it did for those three men. But once you stand for God, he will show up for you. And amid your fiery trials, the Bible says, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. Or when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Isn't that good news? Another example, y'all know the story of Peter. Peter was a disciple and a fisherman, and one day he was out on the at sea and came upon an unexpected storm. And seeing the rough waves, Peter and the other disciples were now drunk with fear. Yeah. They no longer, they, were, they got scared now because the yeah. storm came. So they look out and they think they see like the spirit. Yeah. And so they say, they say, I see something. Is that a spirit? And now I'm just giving you my opinion. I think Jesus was cool. <laughs> I, I really think Jesus was just cool. Think about everything that he does. He just, peace, peace be still. He said, he said, Peter said, Jesus, if that's you, motion me to come to you. And I believe Jesus was cool. And he just said, come. He didn't give no long explanations. He didn't give no stories. He just said, 
come. Okay, so then Peter jumps out, walking on the water, headed toward Jesus. Then a wave shook him and distracted him. And he took his eyes off of Jesus and looked down. And immediately, because he looked away from Jesus, he lost his faith because he began to sink. And so he asked Jesus, he said, Jesus, please, he said, help me, help me. Jesus grabs his hand and helps him, but Jesus is saying, your faith was too small. Why did you take your hands off of me? So the life application of that is the story of Peter symbolizes again how we sometimes step out on faith. But then at some point, we face the storms of life rocks us, and then fear takes over. But as humans, we are not perfect, and sometimes we might sink. But we have to keep our focus on the Lord. Because God can calm the storms of our life. Y'all believe that? I know I do. Faith also fuels what we do. Faith fuels what we do. We demonstrate our faith in God by what we do and how we live. James 2 and 26 states, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. Yeah. You must exercise your faith. You must have 100% faith in God because whatever percent you don't have, the rest, the devil will pick it up and lead you away from what you really believe so he can steal your power and lead you astray. Because that's his job. You know, job, our, our, our job is to, 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 to have trust and faith in God and believe. Because, see, our natural being, being a natural person, we, we shake. We're shaking on, on believing what we can't see. We walk by faith, not by sight. But our spiritual being has to kick in. And if you know God and you walk with God, your spiritual being will kick in yeah. so that you know that it's only the faith and trust you have in God yeah. that you're going to make it through. Yeah. Yeah. How many of you all have seen the movie Hidden Figures? Yeah. This movie was a great example of how strong these women's faith had to be. The movie Hidden Figures was a good example of faith becoming the factor. This movie was about three black women who had to exercise their faith in order to not only prove themselves, but become the example of how faith works when you believe. Based on a true story, all three women worked for Nassau in the time of segregation and male domination in the workplace. Now, there was Dorothy Vaughn. Dorothy Vaughn became Nassau's first black woman supervisor as a Fortran specialist on the frontier of electronic computing. She was regarded as one of the most brilliant minds of Nassau. She had to have faith to believe that she would one day run that IBM. You know, she was challenged. She was doing a supervisorial position but not getting supervisorial pay. And she continued to try to ask for why, why can't she get paid because she's doing the work. And because of that era of time and that segregation, it was hard enough to be black, but hard enough, even harder to be a black woman. 
So she kept getting denied until she finally kept that faith and she was able to get the position and get what she needed. Then there was Katherine Johnson. Katherine Johnson, she calculated mathematics necessary to enable launching and landing for the space program. A mathematician, she went on to perform calculations for the Apollo 2 mission to the moon and the space shuttle. She had challenges too. She's sitting in her office. They didn't even have a bathroom for blacks where she, her office was. So every day, she picked up her stuff. She went running to the bathroom. It probably was like a mile or two, and she had on heels and everything. I don't know how she, I done took the meals off, man. She was running to the bathroom, and you know her boss would sometimes say, you know, where's and they all be like, I don't know. You know, until he found out that she was running to the bathroom. And he took care of that. But she had to have faith to continue to do that every single day. Yeah. Now, here's my faith. Here's my faith. Mary Jackson. Mary Jackson became NASA and America's first African-American female aeronautical engineer. She needed an additional degree to be considered for the job she wanted. Because of the time of segregation, blacks were not allowed to attend classes in a white school. And the only school that had the classes she needed were where blacks were not allowed. So Dorothy, she was, she was always complaining about it to her friends, Dorothy and Catherine, excuse me. And Dorothy and Catherine said, told her, quit complaining and go do something about it. Go do something about it. So she petitioned the court to be able to get into a class. I have a clip I want to show right now of her petitioning. We have risen in a great service to our nation. For this is not a struggle for ourselves alone. It is a struggle to save the soul of America. Petition to attend courses at Hampton High School. Good morning, y'all. Hampton High School is a white school, Mrs. Jackson. Yes, Your Honor, I'm aware of that. Virginia, still the segregated state, regardless of what the federal government says, regardless of what the Supreme Court says, our law is the law. Your Honor, if I may, I believe there are special circumstances to be considered. What would one, a colored woman, attend in a white school? May I approach your bench, sir? Your Honor, you of all people should understand the importance of the interest. How's that, Mrs. Jackson? Well, you were the first in your family to serve in the armed forces, U.S. Navy, the first to attend university, George Mason, and the first state judge to be recommissioned by three consecutive governors. You've done some research. Yes, sir. What's the point? The point is, Your Honor, no Negro woman in the state of Virginia has ever attended a non-white high school. It's unheard of. Yeah, unheard of. And before Alan Shepard set on top of a rock, no other American had ever touched space. And now he will forever be remembered as the U.S. Navy man from New Hampshire 
but the first is how she stopped. And I said, I plan on being an engineer at NASA, but I can't do that without taking them classes at that all white high school. And I can't change the color of my skin. So I have no choice but to be Yeah, um, out of all the cases you're going to hear today, which one is going to matter 100 years from now? Which one is going to make you the first? She was thanking God. She said, my God, my God, thank you, Jesus. She had to have some faith. Go in that courtroom and believe she even had a chance to win. You have to believe. You have to believe. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We walk by faith, not by sight. You have to have some faith when you step out and do what you believe God has told you to do. See, it took her having faith to even believe she had a chance to win. See, faith comes from the heart before it comes in your circumstance. You know, faith strengthens us during trials. During trials. Because we live in a fallen world, it's our faith that helps us remain strong during hard times. The testing of our faith produces patience. As we stand firm in faith through trials, God gets the glory. That the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may result in praise, honor, and glory when Jesus Christ is revealed. Faith became the factor for my, for me in my life. <clears throat> First of all, I was losing my mom, my dad, my grandmother all before I was the age of 30. But my mother had the foundation of faith. My father, William Bill Anderson, had the foundation of faith. My grandmother, Lucille Arthur, I call her D. I don't know how I got D out of Lucille. I don't know how that happened. She had the foundation of faith. George Q. Brown had the, found, I had the foundation of faith. See, these are people that helped me develop my faith. Helped me see what faith is really about. Dr. Robert Smith Jr., and I'm not saying it because you're sitting here, you was already in the plane. <laughs> He had the foundation of faith that I looked up to. His word helped me learn how to live life. Then Pastor Tracy Eventus right now, he has the foundation of faith that I'm looking up to. That when he preaches, he gives me a word that shows me how to walk by faith. Walking by faith ain't an easy job. 
because we still living in our natural being. So it's hard sometimes, but you've got to live by faith. Check this out. To the natural being, faith doesn't even make sense. To our natural being. How faith works, how things happen, it don't even make sense. So listen, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It lives beyond the senses. You can't see it, you can't feel it, you just have it. I'm in a season that requires great faith. Fear and doubt are all around me, but I'm standing on what the word says. Faith is the evidence of what I can't see. And when people doubt the things that I do, when I do what God told me to do, for the rest of my life, I'm not gonna make sense. I'm making faith. Don't know how I'm gonna get there, but I walk by faith. I don't know how I'm gonna live there, but the just shall live by faith. I can't even see the purpose that's waiting there, but I trust the author of my faith. And when people ask, how you gonna do when you do what God told, when I do what God told me to? See, for the rest of my life, oh, I'm not gonna make sense. I'm making faith. By faith, we proclaim, we understand, by the word, the worlds were framed. For that which is seen has not come from what appears in the scene. So don't try and convince when your path doesn't make sense. God is the author and the finisher of your faith. So stay in faith. You may not know how you're going to get there, but just walk by faith. You may not know how you're going to live there, but the just shall live by faith. You can't even see the purpose that's waiting there, but trust the author of your faith. And when people doubt the things that you do, when you do what God told you to do, tell them this, hey, for the rest of my life, I'm not making sense, I'm making faith. Hallelujah. God bless you. Keep the faith. The faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Truly, I tell you, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you can tell that mountain, go on and move out the way. Because anything is possible when you believe. I'm not making.